You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Pint of Football, where, like when your favourite pub reopens next week, we're going to destroy the few remaining brain cells you had left. My name is Tom Meadowcroft, and with me, as always, is Darren Napton. Here we go again, and that took three takes, which must mean your brain cell count is already rather low. Oh, it's super, super low. (laughs) How are you doing, Darren? Oh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. In the mix, although we've only done one episode so far is uh, very quickly becoming my favourite one because um, it is purely random but the topics are always really really good well so far we've only done one yeah but <laughs> I have got I've penciled in so many other topics you know like um, reviewing some of the most bizarre football moments with you where who you probably haven't seen a lot of them which is really good um, like when like players have uh, dropped dead on the pitch and all that sort of thing, just to get uh, your take hmm. on it. Morbid. Cool. Lovely. It's not right, all like so... that. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to watch some people die. Um, for anyone that didn't listen to the first part of our stupidly named Players XI, go back and listen to the first one. What are you doing? What, what are you doing with your life? If you missed the first one, I mean, I wouldn't say it's a proper sequel where you need to have seen the first one to appreciate this one. But after watching, listening to this, sorry, you do need to go back for definite. Yes. So the concept is we take in turns to announce our name. Uh, if we have a clash, then we go to the bench and we put the whole thing out to a Twitter vote. And most uh, stupid names selected wins. In fact, I should go over to our Twitter now and see if we've got to do any coin flips for any potential draws that we had last time round. And I'll edit edit out all this 
dead space. I, I'm going to have a look back at the ones actually from last time, just to give myself a bit of a laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Okay. So, last time round, we picked our managers and our defensive four. So, the manager, I had Dick Advocat, and you had Tom DeCock. And uh, Tom DeCock won that one very convincingly, 72% to 27.8. So that's Daz 1, Tom 0. For the goalkeepers, we had Shaven Sean Paul versus Fabian Assman. And once again, Fabian Assman won that one by a similar amount. That's 2-0 to Daz. Bloody hell. Defenders, we had Burnt Hass versus Mark Deman. And Mark Deman won that one, so that's one for me. <sighs> and then we had Danger Fourpence versus Rod Dodgy Fanny. And Danger Fourpence was actually the winner of that one, which I'm kind of surprised no. by, which brings us to two all. And uh, next up, we had Bobo Balde versus Teenage Haderbay. And Bobo Balde won that. So you've regained your lead 3 2. It's a surprise, actually. And then finally, I'm, I'm annoyed about this one, actually. Glenn Carbonara versus Wolfgang Wolf. And Wolfgang Wolf won that one. Woof, 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 woof. I, no, I think Glenn Carbonara is one of the greatest names in the history of humanity. So, anyway. Well, can I just say, Tom, at this juncture? No. Yeah, go uh, on. You might hopefully get some satisfaction because one one, one of the um, players in my uh, further down in my attacking lineup uh, is also named after a uh, type of um, pasta. So, <laughs> you, might still, you might still get your food based player or well it'd be mine but we might still get one in the team good good so i've got some work to do because by my reckoning that's 4-2 to you gosh yeah surprising i bet some of them have been close though Mm, the closest one i think was bobo balde versus teenage habit hadabay yeah i think i think the, the the sort of unfortunate one was four pence versus fanny because that that was a real Good selection, both of those. Yeah, that was, that those two should bracket. have been. They should have been the starting defense. Um, Had a Bay and Balde just unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately for them, missed out being mm. drawn against one of those. I think also actually quite good players in real life in the yeah. in their prime. Had a Bay is in his prime currently, and Balde, of course, played for the Celtic. Yep. But anyway. Uh, as our do you do you want to start this one? Oh yeah, go on then. I think you started last time. So yeah, that, that's, so um... we're we're after a midfield three and a forward three. Yeah. So my first one, believe it or not, is an Englishman. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, he's English Ghanaian. Um. We plays in Scotland. You picked yep. the same one. <laughs> Go on, you've you, you've got him. You've got him. Well, for picking the same one, Tom, I would say that much like this player, you have been very naughty, naughty. <laughs> that is a good one, isn't it? Naughty, naughty. Would you like to rattle off any facts about naughty, naughty? 
Well, yeah, actually. I mean, he started off his uh, youth career at Chelsea. Um, so, yeah, good start for him, I guess. And Well, he was there for a few years as in the youth. And then, um, most notably, went to play in the conference for a few teams. Welling, Wrexham, Solihull, Dover, Chorley, uh, most recently in England. Uh, but these days, he plies his trade up at Queen of the South, in Dumfries in Scotland, which uh, incidentally is the uh, place that I wrote my first ever ground-hopping blog. So, yeah, mm. very meaningful. He's a bit of a non-league staple on FM, isn't he? If you play in one of the sort of lower clubs, he's always sort of floating around, uh, able to be signed. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I find it very hard to resist. One. Uh, a shame that we picked the same one, so you're going to have to go to your mm. reserve choice. It's funny how a completely innocent Ghanaian name can sound like a ticking off you give a child in English. <laughs> yeah, and it's the fact that both of the names naughty are spelt differently yeah. to each <laughs> other, but also differently to the word naughty that you just associate with being bad. So I don't know where it came mm. from, but it is a good one. I'm trying to decide which of my three benches to use first. I think I'm going to go with uh, Danny Invincible. Hey! Who, well, um, he was my next pick, actually. So You're kidding me. <laughs> so you've struck one of mine like I've struck one of yours. <laughs> now, with Danny Invincible, you would assume that he was another Zimbabwean, as that seems to be their kind of choice of names, but he is actually from Brisbane, Australia. And um, he's played for Brisbane Strikers, um, a team called Macaroni Stallions, (laughs) which, you know, in its own right, requires further further exploration, I believe. Then from Macaroni Stallions, he went to Swindon Town, uh, where he made 128 appearances. To Kilmarnock, where he made 199 league appearances. And yeah, had quite a career by the looks of it. Quite nice then, because both of <clears> our <throat> right-sided central midfielders are um, not only uh, hilariously named, but they are former um, Scotland um, Football League players as well. Mm. Apparently his full name is Danielle Invincible, according Danielle. to Wikipedia. Maybe he had a sex change. Huh. Oh well. What are you what are you playing against the Danny Invincible then? Well, it's it's your turn again. We've we've both done one each now, haven't we? All right. Okay. Sorry, I'm not paying attention. Um, <laughs> my ne- my next midfielder is Climax Lawrence. What? <laughs> Climax. Uh, cl- Climax is a retired midfielder from Goa in India. He spent his whole career at Indian clubs and made a non-too-shabby 72 appearances for the national team, scoring three goals in the process. Uh, Can't find a huge amount about the guy, but the surname Lawrence doesn't scream fully Indian parentage, which does suggest that there's someone out there with some knowledge of the English language has knowingly essentially called their child Orgasm Jones. It's like... (laughs) (sighs) Definitely exists, I'm afraid. Yeah, I've Googled him. I've just Googled him. (laughs) I mean, 
Yeah, when you type in Climax Lawrence, you've got to turn safe search on. <laughs> you doubting spunk. <laughs> That's That, incidentally, is my next choice of player, by the way. Ah, fair enough. Doubting spunk. Um, well, yeah, good choice. Thank you. Um, so, my next one... I am going to go to my bench because uh, I had Danny Invincible, obviously. Um, this guy is uh, Zimbabwean, so yeah, oh, following dear. on from yes. Tom's theme. And actually, the reason I picked this guy, like with Bobo Balde in the last episode, is because he has um, quite specific uh, fond memories from when I was um, a youth. And when I first... When I first started playing football manager, God knows how long ago it was. The first ever season I did, I started as Reading. And um, Wait, one of the players, well, yeah, I'm not sure why. I think it's they'd just been promoted to the Premier League. So I thought okay. it was quite a good, good, uh, good one to start as. And I signed this guy. And the reason I remember him so fondly is because he was an absolute tank in midfield. And then a few years after signing him, it was possibly the only ever time in my whole football manager career that I've actually managed to sell a player for like 50 60 million pounds after Oof. buying him for like after buying him for like 20p so <laughs> yeah, brilliant uh, I sort of peaked quite early in terms of um, this player and um, his name is Tinash Nango Masha Tinash Nango Masha <laughs> Tinash Nango Masher. I like it. Yeah, it's quite I cool. I thought you said it's... Mango Masher, but that's the only... <laughs> that would have been really good, but uh, yeah, still good. No. Yeah, yeah. He, like I say, he's more of a, um, you know, a, a memory than a necessarily hilarious <laughs> one. But still, I always liked him because Nango Masher, he'd always like pop up with like a 30-yard screamer every so often. And you could just imagine the absolute... You know, the commentator going, Nango Masha! Like, going absolutely nuts yeah. for the goal. It's a good name to shout. Yeah. And Tinesh good, good name for a dog. a good first name. What was his in real life career like? Career like? Uh, he spent pretty much... In fact, yeah, he spent all of it in uh, South Africa. Played for the, um, the Black Aces. Um, and then he moved to Kaiser Chiefs, where he spent 10 years. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he he finished well, so he finished his career. Played the last like eleven years of his career with uh, Bidvest Vitz, uh, also good. Zimbabwe international as well. So yeah, add him Very to good. the uh, you know. Well, in fairness, we could have done an offshoot of this episode, which is hilariously named Zimbabwe Eleven. Maybe we'll come back and do that <laughs> another time. Oh, it, I mean, using Zimbabwe players almost feels like cheating sometimes, but uh, <laughs> I digress. My final uh, midfielder is Marks Lenin Los Santos. Uh, apparently, this guy was not named after the communist leaders um, Karl Marx and Vladimir Lenin, but I didn't really understand, nor did I believe the alternative explanation. <laughs> which was like it was a shortening of his uncle's name or something or other. According to the Latin American Post, when asked about his political views, the young man says he does not know anything about politics and football is the only thing thinking and passionate. He does not even know who Karl Marx and Vladimir Lenin were, 
and has never exercised their right to vote. Sounds like me. Yeah, it does sound a bit like you. Uh, he's played pretty much everywhere by the looks of things, so I won't bother listing his uh, you know, career so far. Doesn't look to have been very successful, I'm afraid. Oh, so that's, that's Mark's Lenin Los Santos. Yeah, enjoyable. That's. Um, I mean, I did just look him up. He has actually got the exact spellings of both uh, leaders, hasn't he? He does, yeah. Which I thought it was going to be like Mark with an S at the end, but it is actually Mark's Lenin, which is mm-hmm. pretty insane. <laughs> pretty wild. Right, so my final one then, I have decided to go with someone who has quite a standard uh, first name. It's called Brian, Mm -hmm. but his surname, no, his surname, (laughs) uh, because I don't think, have we had any, uh, we haven't had any uh, crude ones yet, apart from Climax, I guess. Mm. (laughs) So, yeah, I've gone straight out with this one. We've got... Brian Penis. <laughs> oh, there's just there's something wonderful about when someone's got a mundane first name and a really really funny second name. Yeah. Just, uh, so is it spelled Penis? It's spelled P I N A S. So it's yeah, I guess it, it's Penis. Penis. Brian Penis. <laughs> But All right, tell I'm, us a little bit about, about, about Brian Penis then. So Brian Penis um, has spent, <laughs> he's spe- well, he's from Rotterdam. Oh, sorry, and <laughs> he's uh, spent most of his career in his homeland in um, in uh, Netherlands, but he did have a couple of spells. I think he went to, um, where did he go? Oh, Circle Bruges in Belgium. But mm-hmm. on the whole, yeah, he's been in his hometown. He did have, I believe... I don't know if he was signed or if he just had a trial at Newcastle United in the. Oh God, um, he wouldn't have done well over here, would he? Yeah, in the Old late nineties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we're but, not a mature yeah. people. Well, yeah, I think after we were discussing last time with uh, when Dodgy Fanny turned up at Charlton and the uh, <laughs> ridicule he would have no doubt received. I imagine up in the northeast, it probably was even more hilarious to people. So, yeah. Brian Penis, get him in the team. And so it was Brian Penis, uh, your. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I might have to vote for I might have to vote for yours on that one. To be honest, I, can't, I can hardly say it. Was Brian Penis your final midfielder? Yep, he right. certainly was. So we're now on to the forwards. Cool. So it must be my go again. I, whatever. Carry on. Oh, yeah. So this guy, I'm I'm 99% sure you'll have this guy because oh, God. It, it's just it's just too funny not to have. So 42-year-old Brazilian, you think you've got him? Um, not sure. Okay. What if I told you his first name was Credence? He's on my bench. <laughs> Oof. So on your bench and starting for me up front, we have Credence, Clearwater, Kuto. Yeah, it's pretty great, isn't it? I just thought if you didn't know who Credence, Clearwater, Revival were, you wouldn't get it at all. So I thought it would be all right as a backup, but maybe not a starter. Yeah, I I couldn't resist because (laughs) 
I mean, credence in itself for a Brazilian guy, I don't think it's a particularly common Brazilian name, credence, but when it's partnered with Clearwater... You, how, you'd think... have to really, really like Credence Clearwater Revival to name your child that. Yeah, well... <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. His par- It does say in Wiki, his parents were big fans of the American <laughs> rock band Credence Clearwater Revival and decided to adopt this for their son. I mean, I really, really like Jimmy well, but I'm not calling my kid Jimmy well. Yeah, it's not a bad name, though, is it? Yeah, you could have just yeah, called no, it him. Is a bad name. Is a you bad could have name. called him. It would work, I think, if it was first name Jimmy, middle name Eats, and then just the surname. <laughs> then it could be like Jimmy Eats Meadowcroft. Hmm. That raises all sorts of uh, issues. There you go, then. Well, that's all right, then. So you will not <laughs> have a, you. You have not clashed with my first forward. I thought this would be a clash at some point, but. It, Sticks with my communism theme. Uh, the East German international Ralph Minge. Uh, apparently apparently quite a famous footballer to Germans of a certain age. Um, 222 appearances with 103 goals for Dynamo Dresden and 36 appearances and 8 goals for the East German national side. And a year after German reunification, he began his managerial career most recently managing Bayer Leverkusen 2. That's Ralph Minge. Oh, God, I've just Googled him. As a manager, he looks he looks absolutely fuming. And I'm not sure if it's the fact that that's his name and he just gets fuming every time anyone says it, but he doesn't look like a happy man. Yeah, he looks kind of... Ooh, I didn't... I don't think I actually looked at a picture of him before I threw him in. He's, he's kind of Snape-like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think that's a good uh, good summary for for <laughs> listen. Ralph Minge. Yeah, he looked a lot happier when he was playing. Mm. He may be, I guess. After I don't know how old he is. Uh, what, how, he's sixty. So yeah, I guess after sixty years of being called Minge, you probably just had enough by the end. Yeah. Well, again, I don't think he ever made it to England. <laughs> Thankfully for him, I bet there's a load. Of, there's a, there must be a load of players who are on this list who as soon as they realised their name was quite funny in English, just instantly ruled out a career over here. <laughs> it looks like the only time he ever left uh, Germany was to manage Georgia under-21s. Fair enough. Good reason to leave Germany, I guess. Um, Europe again. Oh, sweet. All right. <clears throat> so after Ralph Minge, we've got Johnny Mustache. What? So Johnny Mustache? Johnny Mustache. No information to speak of. But we know he exists because he made a solitary appearance appearance for Seychelles national team. And I had to find the bugger on Facebook to get a picture of him. And I'm sad to say that he did not sport a moustache during his playing days. Oh, <laughs> that is very disappointing. But that's Johnny Moustache. Johnny Moustache. played for Seychelles clubs, made one appearance for the national team. Looks like looks like he works in construction now. To be fair, he he sounds like he should have been a uh, one of the like bad guys in Scooby Doo or something like that. <laughs> hey, we, you know, in the lift the masker. Hey, it was Johnny Mustache. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was the That's... only man we spoke to in this episode. Not Johnny Mustache. 
Why do they call him Johnny Mustache? He doesn't even have a mustache. Half, the, half the other pictures on his profile are him in the process of putting a pair of sunglasses on, looking intently at the camera. Nice. That's what you like to see, really, isn't it? Yeah. People looking at themselves. It looks like he's a man new fan. Well, I suppose you can't have it all, can you? <laughs> Also, um, I'm uh, sorry. I'm I'm still looking at his Facebook page. He works at my own little world. Well, That's nice, with, isn't it? With a name like Johnny Mustache, I'm not going to argue. Over to you. So on to my starting uh, centre forward, and this guy, as as you were fairly late to the game in terms of um, being a, a a big fan, you you really did miss out on this guy only just by a few years. Um, played uh, in the Premier League for a few years with Middlesbrough, uh, but he's an Italian-born. Um, and I believe he's actually... Yeah, he actually had two caps for Italy whilst playing for Middlesbrough. That's hmm. how good he is. Yeah, not bad. Um, so, yeah, when I tell you he's good, he is getting called up for his national team while playing for Middlesbrough, good. Um, but most famously, this player, um, he led Middlesbrough's charge to the UEFA Cup final. Um, uh, yeah, I almost forgot that happened. He Well, yeah, it was a strange, strange time, really. But the great thing about it was, from my memory... And I, I'm sure, I'm sure this is true. I haven't actually looked it up, but I'm sure he came off the bench every single game when Middlesbrough were like four-one down and ended up scoring like a last-minute winner in in like away goals or something. Nice, nice. He was an absolute legend, but he didn't so actually what score. What was that. the name? I'm on tenterhooks. Well, I'm sure anyone anyone who knows this stuff will have already guessed this, but nicknamed Big Mac, we have up front for me. Massimo Macaroni. <laughs> good. You know, he's a good, strong character up top. Massimo Macaroni. Massimo Macaroni. If Glenn Carbonara yeah, couldn't make the team, we need Massimo Macaroni in that starting 11. That's a very good one. I love a bit of alliteration as well. Yeah, man, without a doubt. So I'm on to my last one now. And I'm going to end with one that you nor I can still pretend to find funny because we've spoke about him constantly for the last year. He is a a footballer in the Caribbean, applies his trade in the Dominican Republic, and his name is Porky Thermidor. Oh, yeah, Porky Thermidor. (laughs) Uh, Well, I may as well give up on this round. (laughs) We are bored to tears ourselves with Porky Thermidor, having just finished a... um, fictional um, radio story where Tom managed a football team in the Dominican Republic and um, there was a few very uh, specific moments where Porky Thermidor featured in the in the story so um, we are absolutely bored to tears of this guy but I think well I wouldn't say that I mean mean, the, the name just makes no sense I don't know if Porky's a nickname but it's what can you even what can even be said? It just sounds like it must be like a, it might be a customary dish in the Dominican Republic. You know, like they do sounds, lobster thermidor. Sounds delicious. 
I'm a vegetarian and I'd be tempted by a porky thermidor. Yes, it's you're going to the you know, one of those real nice like beach bars where the little wooden shack, it's you know, it's nice. I'm picturing it now. It's about, you know, <laughs> tw- twenty-eight degrees, seven PM. You've got a nice uh, picture of red stripe or of a Caribbean lager on the go. The uh, specials menu, what's on there tonight, please? Porky Thermidor. You're having Served it. Served by my son, Porky Thermidor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, 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 yeah, I mean, I will eternally be a huge fan of that one. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, for my final one, then, uh, I have Franklin Daddy's Boy uh, Noente. Oh, Lord. He's a Norwegian player of Afro-Caribbean descent. Uh, didn't make the cut at Rosenborg and now plays for Sandalfjord football. But at only 20 years old, there's still plenty of time to make Daddy proud. The really amazing um, thing about this is it doesn't look like it's a nickname. It seems to be his actual legal middle name. What's the full name again? I, I, I kind of was obviously perplexed by his middle name. Franklin Daddy's Boy Nuente. Nuente. Hmm. I, I might be saying his last name wrong. I'm probably saying his last name wrong, let's be honest. That's a very strange one, isn't it? See, I can sort of imagine doing something like this in the hormone storm of like holding your son for the first time, but dear God, imagine going through life with something like that. Yeah, it's the just bullying. Not, it's not, the even bullying. Worth, not even worth thinking about. Yeah, like everywhere I go, like um, <clears throat> on the internet to search for him, it have it has him down as Franklin Nuente, but then it says full name Franklin Daddy's Boy Nuente. It's never in commas. It it does seem to be his legal middle name, so that's why he got in. That's that's just very strange. <laughs> I mean, we've we've gone through this now, and we've had some really strange. Names, you know, we had in the first round. We had teenage. Um, we've had we've had four pence. We've had invincible now. But I think Daddy's boy. Well, I mean, we had Clearwater as well. But I think Daddy's boy is is possibly the strangest name. Can I tell you one that was on my bench that I didn't use, and because I think you'll laugh at it. Go on then, Mario Turdo. Yeah, I, I I really tried after the first set to not have too many, uh, you know, <laughs> penis ball bag, <laughs> fanny who <laughs> names, but it's just hard. I, I had I had on my bench, and it's a real famous, obvious one that a lot of people talk about when you talk about funny name players. I had um, Stefan Kuntz. Um, I also. Not necessarily hilarious, but in terms of players that have like an official title, one that didn't make the cut, but um, again, he's fairly famous uh, from his time at Hull City, is um, Jan Venegor of Hesslink. And um, Venegor is actually a title bestowed to people um, in Holland. So, you know, that's his name. So is he kind of like an aristocrat? I don't know. I don't, I, I've not looked into it enough to actually find out what it's all about. But yeah, Ven- he's the Venegor of Hesselink, whatever that means. 
Speaking of uh, Hull City, uh, Bristol Rovers legend Dean Windass is also quite a funny name. Yeah, I love Dean Windass. He's um he lives well, he lives very close to uh, where I come from in Bridlington. Huh. He's um he's he's often seen in like local cafes having a, a greasy spoon before a day on the beach. Good lad. Why not? Why not indeed? Well That's the end think, of that. I think we've round well, yeah, I think we've done quite well there. We've picked Had out some, some laughs, killed some time. No, no, no. Yep. Some um, great ones. So I'll put the rest of these on Twitter. I'm going to have to go some way to catch up with you for two, but um, we will see who wins. It's not It's not out of the question. You've got some real strong ones in there. I, I particularly enjoyed Climax Lawrence. Uh, I knew uh, you enjoyed your Climax, did you? Yeah, Johnny Mustache. Frankie Daddy's Boy. There, there's some real good ones there. It's not ah, over yet, I'm telling you. It's not over till the Porky Thermidor sings. Okay, I'll finish with a poor joke, as if we need any more humour in this episode. I'm all left out, so don't make it too funny. I say, I say, I say, Daz. What are you saying today, Tom? How do you make holy water? Don't know. You boil the hell out of it. Oh. In my home, sweet home, I keep chrome next to my bones. Alters my walk to limping. Since I love the feel, I guess I'm passionately pimping. It is what it seems. That thing imprinting through the seam of my jeans by all means. Lost it all from life to love. Pints of Football is brought to you in association with Sports Social. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can find many more like them at sport-social.co.uk. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter to vote for any of the names you heard on today's podcast, it's at POF underscore reviews. Thanks for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.